Hi, and welcome back to Healing Quest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst. Our focus here on Healing Quest is integrative health, including mind-body medicine, and how that can help us achieve optimum well-being. Well, you know, type 2 diabetes is a huge and growing problem in the U.S. About 27 million Americans mm. have it. Huh. And another, huh. this is the one that's, that just shocked me, another 86 million have pre-diabetes. That means their blood glucose is higher than normal, but not high enough yet to be diabetes. Dealing with type 2 diabetes is obviously very difficult, but now there's a new study that we just read that found that probiotics may offer a new way of doing so. So to help us understand what they found, we've asked microbiologist Kieran Krishnan of Just Thrive Probiotics to join us today because he always has the answers to these kind of questions. <laughs> He's an internationally known expert in this field, and we're pleased now to welcome him on the phone from his home in Chicago. His chilly home. His, his frigid home. His chilly home, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Karen. Hi. Hi, Judy. Hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for having me, as usual. And it is a very chilly home, but I am grateful we see some sunshine today, so oh, yeah. I'll take what I can get. <laughs> wow. Well, we were just talking about this study. So who did this study, and what have they found that's uh, attracting attention in the scientific community? Well, there's a, there's a couple aspects to it. One is um, we're starting to understand what is really the cause of diabetes, especially type 2 diabetes, so to distinguish that from type 1. Um, type 2 diabetes is typically called adult-onset diabetes because it's diabetes that comes on later on in life. Most people who are type 1 diabetic were diagnosed as kids and, and have been dependent on insulin pumps and so on from the beginning. So what we're starting to understand now is the actual cause of type 2 diabetes. And in fact, a lot of this work is being done by the American Diabetic Association. Mm -hmm. They've been very progressive in trying to understand the causal relationship between diet, your gut health, inflammation, and what is driving this insulin resistance. So here's what's so profound about it. They're understanding that uh, type 2 diabetes can be caused in two different ways and actually is typically caused by both. One is leakiness in the gut. Mm -hmm. So your leaky gut causes a migration of bacterial toxins from the intestine past the intestinal lining into the circulatory system. The primary toxin that they've been looking at is called LPS, lipopolysaccharide, that we've talked about on the show before. This primary LPS can actually get into um, the, the brain and start the process of central insulin resistance. Hmm. What does that mean? From the brain? Well, from the brain itself, right? So hmm. most people know that that when you have insulin resistance or type 2 diabetes, it's because the pancreas uh, that has these cells called islet cells stop producing insulin properly in response to your food. Now, what they figured out is that when this leaky gut is present and this toxin is allowed to migrate to the hypothalamus of the brain, it can actually cause central insulin resistance by shutting off the communication between the gut and the, the peripheral system in the body to the brain. So sugar comes in through the diet, sugar enters the blood, there are all of these cells, including some uh, bacteria in your gut, that are trying to signal to the brain that, hey, we have X amount of sugar, start producing insulin so that the sugar can be absorbed into the cells. Oh, yeah. But that communication gets disrupted and, and you end up with central insulin resistance, which can occur at any age and irrespective of your body weight. So really? You don't have to be obese. Yes. 
That's what's crazy about it. That's really interesting because we always hear that, you know, you really have to watch your weight. The obesity epidemic is what's causing, you know, so much of this type 2 diabetes. And you're saying it's not necessarily always the case. Always the case, it, huh? It's not. No, and that's what's uh, really fascinating because it used to be that type 2 diabetes came as a secondary outcome of being overweight for a period of time. But now they're seeing people coming in 17, 18 years old of perfectly normal body weight, in fact, quite lean, and then being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And that's where the, a lot of the confusion came on is what is causing this type 2 diabetes in these people? And then as it turns out, even in the obese people, this, this central insulin resistance is a major player. Now, here's how crazy this is. Um, that endotoxin that leaks through in the case of leaky gut and gets into the brain and causes central uh, insulin resistance also can create inflammation in the pancreas that causes disruption to the insulin-producing cells, which is the classical way that we know type 2 diabetes occurs. Mm -hmm. So it's a two-pronged approach to creating diabetes, and that's through leaky gut. So it's so powerful. It, I mean, it really dramatically increases your risk uh, for di for diabetes. It's back to that brain-gut connection. It is, yeah, absolutely. And in fact, there's a study called the CardioPrev study, which is a large-scale study that just um, recently published uh, probably about a month and a half ago. It was 462 patients that they followed for 60 months. And these are all patients with high risk of cardiovascular disease, but none of them had diabetes. Right. So what they did is they followed these patients diligently. They looked at all types of risk factors like high cholesterol, blood pressure, obesity rates, um, you know, inflammatory markers and so on. And what they found at the end of that 60 months that every single subject that developed diabetes in that group had really severe leaky gut and had this particular toxin, this LPS leaking through at high rates through their intestinal lining. All of the subjects that did not develop diabetes had some of the other risk factors, but did not have this leakiness in the gut. So the authors of this large-scale study concluded that probably the best uh, predictor of, of diabetes development is this leakiness in the gut and this LPS migration. Wow. If you're well, just if, joining us, I'm Roy Walkenbush. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest. And we're talking with microbiologist Karen Krishnan on new research about how probiotics can help us deal with type 2 diabetes. Now, we've talked about what's causing all this kind of epidemic of type 2 diabetes, but let's talk for a minute about how probiotics can actually help or the, the right kind of probiotics can actually help. Yeah, absolutely. So imagine uh, you had a probiotic that could stop that LPS from migrating across the lining, a probiotic that can actually fix the leakiness of the gut. So then what you're doing is you're shutting off the primary driver of type 2 diabetes. And the, and the driver that causes type 2 diabetes, not only uh, in the pancreas, but also in the brain. Um, and that's what we are studying. We're studying the use of these bacillus spores to stop the migration of the LPS uh, across the intestines, because these spores can get in and actually seal up that leakiness in the gut. Really? Well, that's another study that you talked about before that you did around leaky gut, right? Is that where yeah. you discovered this? A exactly. Yeah, that's when we discovered this, and then and then we followed it up, um, and we had just we just recently completed a study on pre-diabetics because those are the as you said in your, in the beginning, that's actually a much bigger population. There's a very large population of people that have diabetes, 
but the pre-diabetic population is like four to five times larger worldwide than the diabetic population. And so what we were looking at is can we take people with insulin uh, dysfunction and what we call glucose intolerance who are not yet severe enough to be considered diabetic, and can we over a 90-day period normalize their blood, their blood markers and their blood sugar response and we saw that we were getting a very steady normalization by just taking the spore-based probiotic. Are you saying that that is preventing them from getting type 2 diabetes? Yeah, it would, it would significantly reduce their risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Okay. Um, that, that's what's so, so great about it. And, and the thing is, this is kind of a reverse pharmacology because, you know, first we figured out whether or not the spores can actually stop that migration of the LPS, right? That's the primary driver of diabetes. That's a primary risk factor in developing diabetes. And we showed that in a study we published last year that it can stop that. So then we said, okay, let's do the study then in a pre-diabetic population and see if we can actually improve their glucose tolerance and their, uh, and their insulin response. Um, and, and that's what we were able to show in the second follow-up study. Great news for a lot of people out there. Unfortunately, hard to believe that we're out of time. That never happens here. But, <laughs> yeah. But thank you. We just want to let our listeners know that we've been talking with Karen Christian about how probiotics can deal with the growing problem of type 2 diabetes. Now, by the way, the specific brand of spore-based probiotics that we've been talking about is called Just Thrive, and it's uh, something that's part of mine and Judy's morning ritual every day. So you can find out more about it at thriveprobiotic.com. Up next, we're going to be talking with Paul Schulich, one of the pioneers in the natural health industry, who's now aiming to revolutionize skin health. His promise is to nurture, quote, the whole magnificent you. I love that. So stay tuned. And don't forget, podcast of this and other Healing Quest shows are available at our website at HealingQuest.tv. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio. Radio. 